0: Well, welcome to another edition of Yes Guy. Jim Taddy with you. Perry Lefko will join us very shortly. So we've got a developing situation that we want to bring you up to speed on. It involves Euro 2020 soccer, Denmark against Finland. The game suspended due to a medical emergency 43 minutes into the first half. And it was Christian Eriksson from Denmark. Remember, this game is played in Copenhagen. Uh, he collapsed at a medical emergency. Uh, the latest update after working on him and it just looked ugly for a long time at the side of the pitch. He is um, alert has been stabilized, taken to hospital. I don't know if alert's the right word, but away, conscious is the right word, so uh, th- it looks like it, it's starting to brighten up, but it was a very scary situation. That game suspended, and the indications are our Euro 2020 coverage will resume at three with Belgium against Russia. So let's get a little more detail on this. Gareth Wheeler's our soccer guy. Uh, Gareth, welcome in. How are you today?
1: Uh, you know, we were better before uh, what transpired in Copenhagen, but Thankful to the medical team, an alert referee, the teammates all doing the right thing. Hopefully Christian Erikson comes out
0: of this okay. Yeah, it's a scary scene. And, and you know, your, your thoughts race and, and fears are, are definitely peak when you when you see somebody in that kind of a medical distress. Uh, you know, the good news, as I said, uh, conscious, uh, stabilized, and in hospital. And that that's really the best you could hope for. It. But, again, a, a scary scene, not something that you see a whole lot of, is it?
1: No, uh, especially not on the magnitude of that. I mean, let's put this into context. This is millions of people watching worldwide. We've waited a year for this tournament. It's somewhat of a celebration. A near-capacity stadium in Copenhagen, the place where Christian, er- Christian Eriksen calls home. And you're just watching the game. The first half is winding down. And really, the player was just finishing his run, rounded out to the to the side of the pitch to... to to accept the throw-in that was being thrown his way. And you just saw him stumble and collapse and fall on his face. Then you saw the panic of the players. The referee did the right thing right away, calling on the medical staff. And it must have been 15 minutes, Jim, but it seemed like an hour, just an eternity, because you saw them, you know, doing heart compressions on the field, uh, performing CPR. The Danish players were brave, tears in their eyes but they were surrounding their teammate, their friend, on the ground, kind of shielding him from the cameras, uh, the public, people in the in, in the crowd, understandably upset, his wife coming onto the field, consoled by the captain of the team, Simon Pierre and Cassie and, and Schmeichel, leaders in this group, providing true leadership on the field. But, I, I mean, if he does come through this, because there were moments, Jim, where you just simply yeah. didn't know if, if he was alive or not. I mean, the medical crew, the officials, I mean, that's why they're there. We've seen this happen in the National Hockey League before, and quick action has, has potentially saved the player's lives
0: yeah you referred to the nhl i can think of three off the top of my head 2005 yuri fisher 2014 rich beverly 2020 jay Bomeister, and these are situations where there was a flat line and and the players the individuals had to be revived and it was the direct result of quick medical attention and if you ever want to understand how dangerous a scene is look at the body language of the medical people they are they're they're all business i mean they know exactly what's at stake here
1: Absolutely, and Jim, I mean, tragedy has struck in the soccer world. Unfortunately, this happens all too often at a number of different levels, but nothing that you would see in a big game like that. But in 2007, Spanish player Antonio Puerta, who played for Sevilla, collapsed on the field in a, in a, in a, in a La Liga match against Getafe, and he ended up losing his life. There was another very famous or infamous incident where Fabrice Mwamba, a player playing for Bolton Wanderers, was playing in an FA Cup game in England against Tottenham Hotspur, and he collapsed on the field. His heart had stopped for 78 minutes, and eventually the medical team was able to revive him at the hospital. He is still alive today, thankful, uh, thankfully, based on the work that they performed. So we have seen these stories go the other way. And on a stage like this, Jim, just in a major tournament of any kind, I just cannot remember any light scenario uh, as to what we experience today.
0: Very stunning, certainly, and, and uh, uh, j- just stops you in your tracks. Uh, help us understand Christian Eriksen in terms of a player. Uh, how, you know, how good a player is he? What does he mean to his team? Well, he's a true leader.
1: He's one of the best players in Danish football history. With the Laudrup brothers and the, and the Schmeichel father and son, he is that good. He's played 108 games for country, scored over 30 goals, He's the straw that stirs the drink. He's an Ajax Tottenham Hotspur, now Inter Milan legend. He was on the team that just won the Serie A title, the Scudetto, this season. And you know this is going to have a ripple effect. I mean, there's big players in this tournament who are teammates, who are friends with him from club level. A little bit later on today, you mentioned it, Belgium and Russia, that game looks to be going forward. Romelu Lukaku is his teammate with Inter Milan. You know it's going to be an emotional afternoon for the footballing world, and it's going to tr- transcend overseas. Canada plays this afternoon an all-important game against Haiti, and it just kind of takes the buzz away from it all, doesn't it? But, I mean, the games still need to be played. The players are professional. They understand the risks that they take every time they go in the field. But you know that they're going to have Christian Eriksen in mind and pay proper respects to what he is going through right now.
0: I mean, really, we're left with two scenes, Gareth. Uh, there's the scene of the the frenzied uh, medical attention and the stunning silence, and then minutes, like many minutes later, after Erickson had been transported, there's the full stadium where where nobody would move. They were they had to be updated on the board, and of course they were they were awestruck for the wrong reason as as to what was going to happen next. So, I mean, those are those are poignant scenes, aren't they?
1: Absolutely, and. You know, whether you're the commentator, the director, anyone in that stadium, any official, I mean, there's no rule book for this, is there, Jim? I mean, you don't no. speculate on the health, uh, but how you cover it. I mean, this, this is a story that's developing in real time before our eyes, and hopefully it has a positive spin. And now, you know, UEFA, you know, I think the entire sporting world has had to be flexible over the last year in terms of schedules changing and changing again and making do with situations that that are less than ideal. And this is just another curveball that's thrown with this game being uh, rescheduled today. I still think that what they try to do is line up these group stage games with the final games. The final two games of each group are played at the exact same time. So some schedules may be juggled where those group B games are pushed to be the final games of the group stage. Uh, Perhaps some other group stage games featuring these teams get moved up. So look for the schedule to be jumbled around to a certain degree. But, uh, again, there's no playbook here, and uh, UEFA will do their best to make sure that everyone, every team that's, that's implicated by this, that uh, they have a say in that just proper understanding that uh, the, the well-being of the players comes first and foremost and the schedule second.
0: Gareth, really appreciate you stopping by. I wish we were talking under better circumstances, but for all of us, thanks very much
1: absolutely jim anytime please say hi to perry for me it's been far
0: too long i will thank you very much gareth wheeler uh, adding to the the scene of of what happened with uh, denmark against finland in euro 2020 action as you heard it live here on tsn radio uh so christian erickson has uh had a medical emergency play was suspended at the 43 minute mark of the first half uh And it was Denmark against Finland, and he was uh, worked on, revived, maybe revived isn't the right word, I don't know the the exact medical state he was in, but it was a medical emergency. Uh, The latest we can add officially is awake, conscious, stabilized, and on his route to hospital so that's that's a lot brighter than it would have looked as they they worked at the side of the pitch and gareth described the play and you know we've got the medical emergencies that, that have happened before that gareth detailed in soccer and certainly we've had three in the last 16 years in hockey and um, you know there's the the one level of um, happy that that uh, most of them turn out positively uh player is uh, you know the career is is basically over in the other cases and there was one fatality so if there's anything that happens over the next hour or so we're going to update it for you uh, we're doing this show as, as a live premise and normally we do it as, as a recorded premise so so we'll be able to, to update the situation for you as it's scheduled right now Belgium against Russia slated to start at three so we go back to what we were supposed to be doing on Yes Guy let's bring in Perry Lefko Perry how are you today sir well
2: after what I just heard um, I've always said sports is the ultimate you know, reality TV and that's that's frightening Um, even more so because he's such a prominent player.
0: Yeah, well, I I mean, it's – I don't know how to describe it. These things, they happen, and and, uh, they happen so fast, you're almost left with with nothing left to react to because it's happening right in front of you. You see the frenzied uh, uh, sort of – uh, gathering of the medical people, and um, and that tells you everything. I, you know, for for those that have been in any kind of medical emergency, you just look at the face of, of the attending physician or physicians and nurses, and and you understand how serious the situation is. And and this was right up there. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, but it also speaks to you know the medical personnel on how they're they're ready, they're trained for something like this. And I can think of how many years ago if they didn't have these things in place, these protocols you know, you wonder you know what would have happened to the individual who's struck down by whatever it was you know that that has um, that caused this but uh, full marks to the medical personnel
0: yep absolutely and and uh you'll recall that uh the Yuri Fisher incident in two thousand and five created the uh the installation of uh, portable defibrillators at, at a lot of us uh, at most sporting events in North America, if not all, and that included uh you know just recreational facilities as well so that that was the good that came out of that and Again, uh, the, the report on Christian Erickson out of Denmark is, is good, so we'll move on that way. Looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park Managing Broker, Raymax West Realty Brokerage has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call or text him at 647-292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anyone. Stay safe in the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit 40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order and just want to thank Charles by the way. Charles Park, he was supposed to be our top guest but asked him to move to next week just because of the, the breaking nature of that top story. It wasn't a good fit at that point so so we moved on. So, coming up on the broadcast today we have Garnet Barnsdale and uh, at Go Cash King is the Twitter account. Writes for Daily Racing Forum and Horse Racing Update and of course the tracks are open Mohawk Friday night and woodbine today and later on kenny walters will stop by he's the administrator for the phil mickelson facebook fan club at Dark Claw 316 is the twitter account so garnet I mean, with garnet we'll be able to figure out i mean how do you how do you get an idea of what these horses can do it's got to be a bit of a mystery it's been a while right
2: yeah but the, the good thing is garnet is one of the best all-around handicappers that i know whether it's thoroughbred standardbred. And the other thing, too, is he's very passionate about it. So, you know, when we talk to him, I'm going to tell him, like, you know, why it's important that racing started again, because a lot of people don't understand horse racing. They don't know how to bet, but some people, it's just part of their fabric. Garnet's one of them.
0: Yeah. So he's and, I mean, do you phone him up for tips? No, and if people give me tips, I
2: practice something I learned last week. I take a dollar bill and I fold it in half and put it back in my pocket, okay? Can you dig that, Jim? Huh?
0: Well, I can. I just I don't know why you'd have a dollar bill. Most people haven't had that for a while. Well, how many years? Come on,
2: man. You can't fold a coin. Get out of here, man. Who has a dollar bill? They're out of
0: circulation.
2: You've, you've, you've killed this idea, man. I had it lined up. And by the way, just thanks, for uh, Gareth, for, for saying that. You know, when it comes to courage, Gareth is one of the, the, the most beloved members of our media, everything that he's gone through, so I just want to tip my hat
0: to him. Absolutely. Miss him. Miss him greatly. Uh, so we'll step out. We'll, we'll come up with uh, Garnet Barnsdale next. If you're an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. Be heard outdoors with a Fox 40 electronic whistle, 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours now at fox 40 shopcom Use the code YESGUY for for 15% off your order. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050, TSN 1050.ca. Also available on the TSN and iHeart radio apps and Apple Music. Now back to
1: the Yes Guy show. Yes just Guy on TSN 1050.
0: Welcome back to Yes Guy. Jim Taddy with you. Just a developing story at the Euro 2020. Soccer, uh, so we have been told that the Denmark-Finland game that was suspended due to a medical emergency with minutes left in the first half will be resumed. The players have asked to resume this at 2.30, bottom of the hour. So we'll keep you posted on what's happening that way and the coverage that we will provide for you. You can watch it on TSN right now as the players are on the pitch getting warmed up. Use a Fox 40 whistle to be heard outdoors while walking, hiking, biking, and more. Visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors, Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website at braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, it back to you when you need it the most. Financial Clarity and Comfort with Braley Financial Advisors, Incorporated. Jim Taddy, Perry Lefkoe with you. We bring in now the Twitter account is at Go Cash King. Garnet Barnsdale is here from the Daily Racing Forum and Horse Racing Update. Garnet, how are you today, sir?
3: I'm great, Jim. How are you doing?
0: Very good. I, I mean, I have to suggest that, you know with racing back but there's no there hasn't been any for a while how difficult is it i mean it's got to be difficult for the trainers the jockeys the horses the whole the whole stable but but also to predict what's going to happen
3: yeah it's not that easy and i think um you know especially when the horses start up again you kind of got to watch the races closely to see how things are playing out and one thing i noticed at mohawk raceway last night they started up last night of course and woodbine uh, started up today with the thoroughbreds was that Horses that uh, tend to come from behind seem to be doing better uh, than horses that are on the lead. And I don't know if that's a fitness uh, aspect maybe that's missing or could have something to do with the track and the humidity this week. But I think if you're betting Mohawk, you kind of got to watch that because uh, under normal condition, harness racing is kind of a speed-favoring sport, Jim, where horses that are placed on or near the lead at the start are usually there at the finish, and it just wasn't playing out that way uh, last night. So... I think, you know, for betters, you kind of got to watch a little bit at the start, maybe not jump right in the deep end and, uh, you know, give horses a start maybe and then come back full, full tilt next week with your bankroll kind of thing. I think it's important to be an observer at the start and make maybe some mental or even written notes about kind of what's going on in the track.
2: You know, Garnet. one of the things is horse racing's back, but fans aren't allowed to watch the games at the track. And I know you and your family. That's that's part of the experience going to the track. Some people prefer to just bet at home off their, you know, their whatever betting devices they have. So, is that something like you, like you mentioned Friday night at Mohawk, something you would have wanted to be there to really experience it?
3: Oh, absolutely! And look at what a beautiful night it would have been um, to go to Mohawk, and you know, you sit on a picnic bench right by the wire there, or or anywhere outside, you're right on top of the action. That's the beauty of. The racing at Mohawk is uh, the horses go right by you. You can almost reach out and touch them. And a nice night, a drink, and a, and a hot dog, and, and uh, beautiful weather. Absolutely, I, I missed it, uh, and, and I'm going to miss it until they let us back in. But I also understand that um, you know after being shut down twice, uh, Woodbine Entertainment has to be very, very careful with their protocols until until kind of the reopening moves into you know a, a much bigger uh, bigger stage.
2: Garnett, I've known you for a long time besides having one of the greatest names I've ever heard. Following up on what I said about going to the racetrack, maybe you could tell the, the audience how you met your wife.
3: Uh, yes, guy. I can do that. I actually <laughs> I actually met my wife through a friend of mine uh, that I worked with, but I think the story that you're looking for is that... Um, Where know, did you take first, her? Yeah. On our first date, I picked my wife up and said, we're going for a little drive, and I drove her from Scarborough to Mohawk. I think she was getting a little worried at the time because it was a blind date. We'd never met before. We only spoke on the phone. Um, and then, uh, you know, in, in July of uh, 2008, uh, I proposed to her in front of the Winter Circle. And then in August 2008, we got married in Las Vegas. So I kind of exposed it, her to it right away to kind of see if uh, it was going to be gay or nay. Do and, I have a and, read? She, and she made the mistake of sticking with me.
2: But she's cashed a lot of bets since then. And I guess what I'm saying is for her to really prove to you that she could handle the racetrack was going to be the defining factor whether that relationship was going to work. Absolutely. That's why, I went, that's why I picked her up at home and went straight to the track. Yes, guys. Okay. Jim, are you going to ask a question or you want me to keep going? No,
0: sorry. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm, I, I should actually alert the, the listeners. We're going to go back to the soccer at 2.30. So go ahead, Perry.
2: Yeah. So again, when I'm talking, Garnet about racing, and I talked to Jim Lawson recently on the show, is it, um, you know, racing's come back and all that, but what does racing have to do to sort of make itself appealing to beyond just the general hardcore audience such as yourself?
3: That's, uh, that's not an easy question to answer in a couple minutes on the radio, but I think, um, advertising is the key. I think, uh, I, you know, from my perspective, I think advertising has to embrace that it's a gambling game. Um, and they're losing a lot of business to, to, to companies like DraftKings and FanDuel and DFS and, and, uh, you know, the, uh, single wager, uh, sports betting that's likely coming. Embrace that you're a betting game and, and, and offer people, uh, you know, good, good bets where they can make money and hopefully, uh, come back next week because they made some money tonight.
2: Yeah. And that's really when you go to the racetrack. Anything could happen. I mean, you could be the most seasoned handicapper, or you can be a neophyte who, like my mother, would look, go to the track, and I like that horse's name, right? Gray horses are always appealing. So, you know, when you're, when you're going to the racetrack, say, for the first time, should you really get all worked up about, you know, how am I going to yep. do it or just have fun?
3: I think first time, uh, you should just kind of have fun. Uh, you know, don't bring a lot of money. Don't bring more than 50 bucks. Bet a couple, 4 $6 a race. Hope that you come out even, have a nice time, and kind of just observe and ask questions. Find somebody that has been there for a while um, with some success, a guy like Tommy Masses, for example. Um, ask questions. Learn about the game. You can make money betting racing, but it's not easy. you got to do work just like anything else.
0: Garnett, really, I'm sorry to cut this off, but we've got a developing situation. Thanks for stopping by. Hope to have you back
3: yes guy anytime thank you
0: okay thank you Garnet Barnsdale uh, at go cash King is a Twitter account uh, daily racing form and horse racing update and all-round good guy so uh, the situation is we're gonna clear out in a couple of seconds and, and get you back to the euro 2020 coverage and yes guy will return uh, next week we apologize to our uh, clients and, and uh, listeners but uh, this was a developing story this is a network commitment so so that's what we're gonna do so thanks for stopping by uh, euro 2020 resumes next.